a very warm welcome to episode one of Beats, Grooves and All That Jazz. I'm your host, Chris McCann. You're very welcome to this episode and you're welcome back if you previously listened to the Groovecast. So the first thing you'll notice is new name. Started from scratch and uh, if you follow us on Instagram um, and SoundCloud and so on, you will notice the slightly new branding as well. Um, so yeah, just a fresh start, really. Um, this uh, Beats, Grooves and All That Jazz is a name that I created a number of years ago uh, as a kind of like model for for everything I do as kind of like a, I suppose, creative in a way. Um, but first and foremost, as a musician. So really what I have planned for the future of this podcast, but also the name Beats, Grooves and All That Jazz, um, there's a lot. Um, I'm very excited to see what the future holds. Um, I'm not going to say too much just yet because, you know, I don't want to to make sort of uh, promises that might not be able to be made. Um, But I do have kind of big visions for this and I really hope that they um, kind of prosper and fester. Please stay with us. Um, It it would just be great to have like a community that is, is following this journey and is getting involved as well because I do want to get as many people involved in the podcast as possible. Just like, you know, to have basically guests on a regular basis would be an absolute dream of mine because... You know, I don't want to just be talking to a microphone every every other week. Um, uh, my voice, I'm sure, just gets a bit monotonous and boring after a while. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's kick into today's topic. Is your setup conducive to your progress? So let's let's unpack that a wee bit. Uh, first of all, I'll talk about my experiences as a drummer and a musician. Um, and this really goes for any musician, but it also goes for uh, any any creative out there uh, or, en- or anybody engaging in uh, work, basically. So what I mean by uh, is the setup conducive to progress? I really mean does your space where you are creative aid your progress? Is it helpful uh, for you pro- to progress? I am very aware that if I'm sitting down to do some work, if I'm doing some typing or if I'm doing some uh, music production or composing, that the space around me is is really going to dictate um, how I work. Okay. Um, now, th- some people might disagree with this. So this is just my kind of, this is my view on things and this is from, from what I've experienced. So everybody will be different, but I think I, I would argue that a lot of people uh, would suffer from this and um, benefit from, from what I'm going to talk about. So if I'm sitting down to work and I have a messy desk, uh, loads of different things, uh, maybe an eclectic collection of, of mess, pens, pencils, things that shouldn't be there, money sitting about, wallet. Um, and you know what, maybe there's there's certain objects and, and paintings and pictures that really don't add any value to your life. Now, I'm not really getting into this whole sort of minimalist aesthetic, which which talks about, you know, getting rid of, of everything that doesn't um, benefit you in any way, shape or form, anything that you don't need. But what I'm talking about is is getting rid of the junk, getting rid of the things that don't influence you or or don't um, spare you on or motivate you. 
So I'm just going to talk about the desk that I'm sitting at right now. For example, I've got two speakers, which are, they need to be there uh, because I do a lot of sort of music production and composing. Um, I have a couple of plants because I just, I like them. I like the way they look. Uh, they bring a bit of color and life uh, to the space. Uh, I have an interface, I have a hard drive, these are things I need. Now, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm looking and I've got uh, pieces of paper that really need to be filed away. I've got receipts that need to be filed away. I've got some change that doesn't need to be there. I've got a remote that could needs to be over at the TV. Um, I've got some dark chocolate sitting to my right. Uh, <laughs> I've got, um, and I've just got like bits of plastic from, from like battery packs and I've got, um, pen drives that need to be elsewhere so first and foremost like that, that's a problem and um that is not that is not making me want to be in this space to, to do work it's okay for this because i'm just talking to a microphone um, and i know what i want to talk about um but it will distract me if i'm sitting down to engage in some creative work um so i need to sort that out and i regularly do i, I usually spend a saturday morning kind of cleaning my room and doing a bit of cleaning to my drum room as well. Um, the, I mean, the fact that I have to do that every week is a, is a bit of a, an issue. You know, that that just means that I'm I'm not as um, uh, tidy and clean as I, I really ought to be. Um, but that's me just being honest. So, if this space was a lot cleaner and I got rid of the stuff that really doesn't need to be there, um, it is a, it, it'll be a space where I can work and I can get the stuff done that I need to, and I'm going to progress. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to progress. If it's dirty, I'm, all I'm going to be thinking about is getting it clean, uh, removing all the stuff that doesn't need to be there. Um, the other thing that I've actually done as well in my um, kind of creative space, if you want to call it that without sounding too pedantic, um, I've got a kettle um, and I've got a, uh, I've got like a wee coffee filter. I've got coffee. Uh, I've got cups and spoons. So, you know, everything is... <laughs> Everything is where it sh like should be, you know. It means I don't have to go downstairs to make myself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Uh, it's it's here, and I can kind of get on with my work, and I'm not going to be too distracted by going downstairs and getting influenced by other stuff. So everything is is here. I've got my books to my right. I've got a wee bookcase. Um, uh, I do have a, I have a TV. I have like an iPad and stuff, and and you know, I have the iPad usually set up. Um, to the right of my desk and I usually just put on either some music if I'm doing some writing or uh, and I, I don't know if other people do this I sometimes do this if I'm doing work I will stick on Netflix or like a film and I'll turn down the volume completely now people will jump out and say well that's a distraction and that like that's ridiculous like why would you do that but for, you know, just personally, I like to have some form of stimuli in the background that, um, I don't know, just makes me feel comfortable in some way, shape or form. So that is conducive to me making progress. I have this thing on, um, you know, the, the volume isn't there, so it, it, it doesn't like distract me from what I'm doing. But I have this kind of visual thing that makes me feel like, uh, like I'm not completely alone. Okay. So again, that's just my opinion, and that that's what I do. Maybe there's some other people out there that do the same. And you know what? If you do, I would love to hear from you and hear what you what you stick on. In the past, I've stuck on Friends episodes that I've seen before, and I don't need to 
I don't really need to be watching the content because I know what's going on. But it's a nice thing to have on in the background um, and I can just get on with my work. And you know what? It has worked for me. I, I do get on with my work. It doesn't distract me. It's just there in the background. So I've talked a wee bit about my desk and my kind of place where I do writing and I do composing. Let's talk about the rehearsal space. Okay, so my drum room currently is um, it's quite nice. I, it's set up the way I want it to be set up. I have two drum kits. I have one that I play on and then one that I teach on. Uh, and that the, the reason for that is kind of twofold. So I can teach on a kit while another student is, is playing as well. And I don't need to make them move off, off one kit. So that is completely conducive to me teaching and then progressing quicker because they don't have to move. Um, and I can play along with them, which kind of aids their practice as well. Um, now, secondly, um, what's nice is the, the other kit that I have set up is my Gretsch Brooklyn, which I would take to gigs and I would use for recording and so on. So the odd time that would be taken down and taken to a gig. So if that's taken down and it's maybe not set up straight away, at least I have the other kit. All the hardware, all the cymbals, all the drums, they are ready to go and I can practice anyway. So that is conducive to, to me practicing and progressing. Now, that, that's just me and you know what, not everybody is going to have that set up. So maybe you just have one kit and maybe you have to take that down and take it somewhere else and then have it set back up. So that might take a bit of time, but it's it's really, I, I'm a really big fan of thinking about, well, if you say you don't maybe have the time to set that back up, I would say that's probably a lie because you're doing something else. You know, I'd say most of the time people are doing things that, that isn't going to uh, benefit them. So you might say, oh, well, I don't have time to set up that kit, but maybe you're going and playing the PlayStation, or the Xbox or the computer, or maybe you're watching Netflix or maybe you're watching a TV series. Um, so you definitely do have the time because it only takes about, let's be honest, about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes to set up a kit the way it was previously. Um, so that like includes like carrying it up the stairs, maybe uh, getting everything out of the cases, getting the stand set right. So it's not like a huge amount of time if you if if you think about it. So, so yes, I understand there might not be the kind of luxury of having a set and second kit always set up, um, but there will always be time to set your original equipment back up. And I I'm obviously talking about drummers because I'm a drummer, but it's the same with guitarists. Uh, so you know, like amps, leads, um, and, and so on. So besides the kind of instrument stuff, my room is set up the way I want it to be. I am actually going to be redecorating in a couple of months' time. Um, and I'm really excited for that because I'm going to pick a colour scheme that is much like warmer and comforting. Uh, I'm going to make sure it's completely clean. I'm going to wash the floor top to bottom. Uh, well, just the main surface. There's not a top and a bottom. You know what I mean? Anyway, and I'm thinking of getting some new furniture as well. Um, and I'm thinking of doing some rewiring because I have a a lead that travels from one end of the room to the other so I can plug my laptop in and play music through the sound system, which is actually pointing towards the student kit so they can hear it clear. Um, so I'm actually going to get some new leads for that. Okay, now these are just small things that I'm going to do, but they are essential for kind of um, 
workflow okay so for like saving time things rather than me plugging taking my laptop and plugging it in elsewhere um and yeah i'm gonna reconsider things like the pictures that are in the room um i basically want everything to reflect me and i want everything to reflect um kind of uh progression and kind of like a positive mindset um i just want a nice place to be and you know what if you listen to the groove cast um we did an episode with jay dixon and he talked about his practice space which is just this incredible little uh nook it's it's a shed in inside a like a storage space and it is just absolutely beautiful inside everything is really clean where it should be easily accessed his kit is set up and there's like a sofa there's like a kettle and stuff like that and it's just it's just amazing um now that is has obviously been you know a real blessing for him because he can he can go in there and practice and um and progress because it's a place that he wants to be uh and it reflects uh him and uh kind of like good positive workflow i've been very aware in the past that if i go to a practice room like if it's being if i'm renting out a practice room with a band or a group of musicians and it is like it stinks it's like dingy um and, and nothing really works and the, the equipment's just like battered and kind of like taped up and stuff like that like obviously we'll make i will make do with what what's there and i will i'll work you know i'm, I'm not going to be a diva and say oh well, this is just like substandard so i'm not going to practice here but you know what like it it definitely affects how i play um so there, there's definitely like a bit of psychology that's going on there and i can't pretend like i know exactly the ins and outs of that but i am very aware that um you know i'll want to get out of there as soon as possible so that's an issue um now not like obviously you kind of have to make do with what's there and you know you're not going to get this amazing space that's completely clean like the best equipment ever because one um places like that don't really exist for like practice spaces um um but there there i mean yes there are places that do exist but it's too expensive it's just as simple as that so you kind of have to make do with what you've got um and i think like i i also definitely think that um you should make do with what you have and you should just be thankful that you you kind of have that uh facility because you know if you consider other places in the world maybe that doesn't exist and and people aren't that lucky so um yeah there's something else there as well you know to kind of be thankful for what you have and to kind of make do with what you've got like i i definitely believe that you can make do with whatever you've got but at the same time um you know as a creative uh your space that you work in um needs to kind of reflect you and needs to reflect your work your aesthetic um in order to to make sort of good progression as well so there's kind of like an ambiguity there between like what is kind of um, desirable and then what's actually realistic as well. Um, so you can kind of take from that what you will. Um, but like, you know, 
that this is the discussion that could go on a bit more and and so on um but that's basically what i wanted to talk about today and you know um maybe you should think about that maybe you should think about um the place that you work uh, and you know maybe you're in an office and maybe you're at a desk and you've got colleagues around you is your desk kind of helping you work um is it messy um does is there anything there that that doesn't really need to be there um and you know maybe it could take five ten minutes maybe a wee bit longer to rearrange that maybe to clean it excuse me flip me i've never yawned on a podcast before and that that's like really awkward but i'm just gonna leave that in because like yeah (laughs) gotta be real so yeah just just think about that um it's not just for creatives it's for anybody in a work environment uh, one thing that I'm actually going to be testing quite soon and I will report back with is uh, having a like practice pad with sticks set up right beside my bed on a, on a little snare stand uh, because I want to kind of work on technique whenever I can. So it might be before bed and whenever I wake up. Uh, so I'll report back with that and let you know how that goes. Um, and you know what? Maybe you don't have that facility maybe you don't have a practice pad maybe you don't have an, a spare snare stand um so just get a pair of sticks and use your pillow because a pillow is really good because it's like extra resistance and stuff and makes you work a bit harder uh there's no rebound from from pillow so it's kind of cool so i'll be trying that out i'll report back see how it goes so guys maybe just um to take from this uh just just Try and be a bit more um, considerate of your your workspace and, and making it a place that you want to be, um, because I really do believe that uh, making it uh, nice, clean, and um, filled with the stuff that you that needs to be there or you want to be there will make a place that you will want to be for more time and um, will definitely aid your progression. So I really hope you found that useful. I hope it brought you some value. Uh, thank you very much for listening uh, and welcome back to a brand new adventure uh, with me on Beats, Grooves and all that jazz. Okay, so until the next episode, guys, thank you so much and goodbye. Goodbye.